selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to do we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify's the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash audioboom, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash audioboom now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash audioboom. Welcome to yet another exciting edition of The Thought Police. I'm Mike Graham, you are... Kevin O'Sullivan. Welcome to uh, the best podcast that you'll ever find. There's loads of podcasts being put out now. There's a new one being put out by three women in politics going, this is the first time we've had three women in politics because uh, podcasts are always about two blokes. Yeah. Well, maybe there's a reason for that uh, because two blokes are generally more popular than three women. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're funnier. Yeah, we are funnier. And by the way, uh, just before we get to the, uh, the, the meat and the bones main of this uh, podcast, yes. so I've just done an edition of Cross Talk, yeah. uh, and uh, I had uh, Alex Phillips, my co-host, as yes. well, and the brilliant Isabel Oakshot was our studio yeah. guest, so I had the temerity to tell this joke, and it was this. Guy goes into uh, Lib Dem headquarters, yeah. and uh, he goes to the receptionist, and he says, uh, um, I'd like to buy a copy of your manifesto, please, mm. and the receptionist says, that, I'm sorry, we've sold out. The guy goes, yeah, I know that, but I want to buy a copy of your manifesto. <laughs> See, you're laughing, right? Fucking Isabel. And they fucking, it. They just looked at me as if... As if yeah. just... Well, because that's why men and women's brains work very differently. Yeah. Women are much more kind of matter-of-fact. Men are actually much more imaginative. I know they all say it's the other way around, mm-hmm. but actually we are yeah. more imaginative. And it's not sexist to say that. Men and women are not the fucking same. As you could have illustrated by this week's stramash in Parliament yeah. with fucking Rishi Sunak and Keir Starmer... You know, disgusting, sort of squabbling over, over the dead body of a, of a teenager. Yeah. Absolutely disgusting. Yeah. I mean, you know, this poor kid is fucking murdered by those two cunts. Right. Those other two cunt kids. And how does she end up? What is her legacy? These two parties, Sunak and Starmer, Labour and Tories, fighting, squabbling over bragging rights to who Brianna's mum, Esther, likes the most. Right. You 
fucking low life cunts. I know. Unbelievable. It's disgusting. But this is the trouble now with the way that these wankers try to to win over the population. Because one of the reasons that Starmer is so frightened of saying that, you know, a a woman cannot have a penis, he said, well, some women can have a penis, is because he's terrified of upsetting anyone. And it's fucking nonsense. It's ridiculous. And also for him to bring that up and go, of all the weeks when you, you know, it was so overdramatic. Yeah, yeah. Everybody knows Starmer is a fucking automaton. He literally never shows any emotion. And it was so fake what he did. It was, it was, it was, it like was he had rehearsed it. It know? was really, really hammy acting. Yeah. Shame! Right. This one, this one, I mean, it, it, it was faux horror. Yeah, of course. It was a performance. Because he never does that. It was a piss poor performance, but it was a performance. You could see right through it. Yeah. And on the BBC, by the way, you know that fucking political editor? They've got that really badly dressed little tramp bloke. Uh, oh, yeah. Chris Mason. Yes. Right? It's like he gets about 300 grand a year. Spend some money on clothes. <laughs> you look like a fucking scarecrow. Right. Anyway, he goes. So they're doing this bit where, you know, where uh, uh, old Starmer harumps and goes, of all the yeah. works of Brianna Giles, mothers in the... So, so uh, Chris Mason goes, just look at the leader of the opposition here. Because uh, Sunak had just made that trans comment, you right. know, you can't define a woman. Which wasn't the greatest the, fucking moment of his he life. He forgot Brianna Giles, mothers yeah. in the chamber. It's not a big deal. Well, she wasn't in there, as it turns well, out. Anyway, he doesn't fucking have to apologise for that. It's pathetic. Anyway, so Chris Mason goes, just look at the leader of the opposition. He's working out what to say uh, to, in response to what the Prime Minister has just come out with. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shots. No, no, he's not working out what to say. He's working out how to cash in on it. What a fucking well, low you know, You know very well, as soon as the, the, the Labour Party and the front bench of the Labour Party knew that that woman was going to be there, the mother of the murdered girl. Esther, um, yeah. You know, you, you knew that they would say, right, as soon as um, uh, he says anything at all about transgender or women we're going to show how horrified we are that he's so yeah yeah that's planned it and so they fucking prepared it it's absolutely clear no question at all but really the whole fucking episode was pretty shameful because you know then they're sort of ratcheting everybody up to get him to Carol Vorderman called for his resignation twice this week by Wednesday she called for for, she said he should have resigned because uh, he made a bet with Piers Morgan and then the next day, he should have resigned because of what he said at the crisis. Oh, fuck off. I mean, do fuck off. I mean, it's just. I'll think wrong with that bet because uh, whoever wins or loses, the money goes to. Uh, no, but again, yeah. it was the same faux horror, wasn't it? It's a faux horror. Yeah, yeah, right. Over right. people's lives. People are dying in the channel. How can you make a fuck bet about it? Do uh, fuck, fuck off. You yeah, no, exactly. And um, uh, so basically, Kemi Badenoch accused the Labour Party, but I've got to say, Tories are almost as bad on this. Of weaponising mm. Brianna Jai, yeah. which is what the Labour have definitely done, and now uh, the Tories are trying to get on the act because they've invited Esther Jai to come to Number Ten to talk about online safety and right. all that. So they're squabbling basically over the corpse of a teenage kid who was murdered. Yeah, you know, is this an all-time low point really even is. for Westminster? It really is. You fucking arsehole! I know. Absolute. Ar- Look at yourselves in the mirror. What mm. do you think you're? Fucking do it! Yeah, I no wonder. It. It's no wonder nobody wants to vote for either either of them. It's fucking yeah, yeah, it's absolutely, fucking absolutely. But the big story, I suppose, of the week was old uh, Prince Harry of Herbert uh, coming back to see his dad for half an hour. Yeah, uh, and then fucking off again. Let's pre- let's preface this, Mike, by saying. Uh, not that I don't like a lot of the royal correspondents, the royal writers and broadcasters. 
a lot of them are friends of mine and they do a great job and all that, but they are a little bit like kind of in the royal fold. They're sort of terrified to upset the royal family. And I've got to become, I don't think they gave us the true story. And they go, it's brilliant that Harry's seen his dad. This is the beginning of the Thor. Fuck off. I'll tell you what happened to him. He flew fucking 11 hours mm. into London. And then the royal family, they dished him the most Arctic freezing uh, snub you can possibly yeah. imagine. He goes to see his dad. 30 fucking minutes. Right. By the way, uh, you said earlier, Camilla almost certainly wasn't there. She, sure won't, she, wasn't. she won't have been. But this They're, is the thing. They're saying, oh, he met with Charles and Camilla. Really? I just not don't Camilla. See I don't not think Camilla. She Camilla, Camilla wouldn't piss on him no. if he was on fire in the gutter. Right. Uh, and so anyway, so he goes <laughs> in. He, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I've now seen Camilla. Yeah. Sorry, pissing he, on him. If, she, if she would, I want yeah. a picture of it. Right. Uh, anyway, uh, so 30 minutes. And then the king goes, yeah, well, good to see you, Harry. Anyway, yeah. we're, we're getting the helicopters yeah. to Sandringham. Fuck off. Well, that's the thing. I also get a sense, apparently, from what we can gather, um, he had to sort of postpone going to Sandringham because depending on which um, kind of reporter you read, he was actually having some chemotherapy or some radiotherapy treatment. So he was doing that and then he was going to Sandringham. But because of the fact that he had to wait to see Harry... They had to slightly delay that, right? So they had the helicopter, literally, a bit like fucking, you know, the last night, nights of Saigon. The fucking helicopter sitting on the, on, the, on the fucking grass at Buckingham Palace with the rotor blades going around, going, come on, fucking hurry up, get yeah. on with it. So basically... Because one of the things I said was that surely they should have had the legend of aviation fly them. <laughs> yeah, it is a legend. If they were going to fucking, you know, really yeah. be happy to see him, they would have taken him with them. Yeah, to I, I had two things uh, from my, my royal context. Yeah. Uh, some, of the, some of the royal correspondents, what they tell you off air, yeah, yeah, and what they uh, and the, what they actually say on air. Yeah. That sometimes it, it's very different. So well, you what, understand that they have got. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I get it. But but, you know? but 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 they did not give us the truth. No, it's like when you were a showbiz correspondent, right? Uh, and show his editor, you know a lot more stuff than you print. Yeah. And yeah. there are things that you yeah. don't tell people. Yeah. yeah no, I get that. I get that. So, but so I he, think that's fair enough. Yeah. But here's what they didn't tell us, and that's right. this. Apparently, uh, at the palace, the courtiers, Charles and everyone, uh, when they heard that Harry might be coming over, they said, well, get him to Zoom. Yeah. Get him to Zoom. He doesn't have to come over. Right. He can Zoom... Uh, but of course, Harry doesn't he care about the Yeah, planet? but if he zooms his dad, it doesn't make the fucking papers, does no. it? It's not fit. So they think it was a publicity stunt. And furthermore, another reason that apparently the meeting was so brief yeah. was that Charles, quite understandably, is worried about if he if he goes if he really accepts Harry with mm. open arms and says all is forgiven, William will be fucked off to hell. Yeah. So he didn't want to make also, a fuss. He might add a fucking chapter to his book for all they know, or he might make it into another interview yeah. when he gets off the plane like he did before that time and he went straight from Kennedy Airport, mm. if you remember, yeah. into the ABC fucking studios. Yeah. And yeah. Well, interview. Well, right, right, exactly. So I mean I would imagine that Charles would have to be very careful what he even said to him. He might not even have told him what sort of cancer he's got. Uh, that's a good point. You know? That's a good point. Because we don't know, but if you tell fucking Harry, then pretty soon the world's going to know. It's a bit. It's the biggest thing uh, in terms of the relationship between Harry and the rest of the royal family, you can understand, is they don't trust him anymore. No. Well, you wouldn't, would you? No. And uh, But basically what happened when he came over this week, flew 11 hours, dropped everything, uh, saw his dad for 30 minutes, 
William didn't even see him, didn't see anyone else. They didn't offer him anywhere to stay. He had to no. find his own hotel. We no. understand it might have been Claridge's. That's yeah. usually where they stay. And then he went straight back to the airport and flew back. And I'll tell you what that amounts to. The royal family, when Harry arrived, basically said, hey, Ginger, go fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah. Well, the other, here's the other scenario that could have happened. They could have said, there's no need for you to come. Megan goes... Oh, yeah, no, you should definitely go. Because you know how scheming she is, right? So, because imagine if you go and then they won't see you. So that would be brilliant for them, right? Because they could go, oh, we've been snowed. We really wanted to see my father and he wouldn't see me. It's so awful. You know, I don't want him to die before I see him and make up. So actually they fucked him over as well as snubbing him because they saw him, but just saw him for a really short time. Because the only thing he could have done that was worse than this was not seeing him at all. Yeah, but you're right. It's exactly what I sort of thought, that uh, Meghan's hands were all over Mm. this. This was a visual publicity stunt. Yeah. Look, I'm such a great son. Yeah. I'm dropping everything. I'm flying to London. Yeah. And Charles, I think, thought, I'm being fucking played like a fiddle here. I'm being played for a PR stunt yeah, yeah. by Harry. Uh, I'll see him for 30 minutes and then I'm fucking out. Right. Him. So, you know... Uh, and somebody else pointed out, isn't it strange? And one of the things that's so kind of odd about Harry and the way that he now is is that when he when he comes back to London he doesn't go and stay with any of his mates he doesn't seem to have any of his old mates because they've all given up on him yeah. and all of his girlfriends I was reading a piece just the other day that his ex-girlfriends all dumped him because he was such a little wanker you know <laughs> I mean that's the actual truth you know everybody goes oh Harry was such a great guy when he was younger actually no I mean all of the people who um, kind of had dealings with him like, the guys in the army have all fucking disowned him because he's treated the army like, you know, shit. Yeah. Um, and, and, and he's dissed the royal family and he's dissed his own country. And, you know, they're not happy with that. And a lot of the people in his old social circle just don't fucking want to know him anymore. Yeah. You, 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 it, to, you, to be in the position Harry has always been in, to be born into that position, and to have all this privilege, mm. this wealth, vast wealth, vast privilege... You know the admiration of the inter to be that famous. You you need a real level of intelligence to yeah. be able to handle that. Yes. It, to, well, he does to, that to actually not turn into some kind of fucking self obsessed narcissistic monster. Yeah. Uh, he hasn't got the required. Well, unfortunately for him, he was already pretty narcissistic before he met her. Yeah. And I think that's what a lot of the girlfriends have yeah. said, and the reason they all you know didn't get on with him was because apparently he was somebody... Because he has been incredibly badly spoiled. If yeah. you watch some of the early footage of him and his mother, Diana, he's the one that she's always holding. Uh, she's always mollycoddling him. He's the youngest boy. William's off, you know, running about, climbing on things. She's kind of protecting him. I think yeah, he's spoiled rotten. Yeah, yeah. And apparently a lot of the girlfriends would say he expected them to be at his beck and call. Yeah. You know, yeah. you know, they couldn't be doing anything else. If he needed them to be with him, he had, they had to go... <laughs> And they were like, no, fuck you. You know, that's not how life works. Yeah, I mean, as I say, he hasn't got the intellect to uh, handle what was bestowed Mm. upon him, which was the position of ultimate privilege, ultimate wealth uh, and status. Right. And, you know, he's obsessed with his own status. Basically, he's a massive wanker. Yeah, uh, totally. Absolutely right. And the thing is, you look at Prince William last night, and we were doing the show last night as it was all happening, mm. and, you know, he was poised, he was, he was you know... Uh, William was great. Yeah, he was incredibly good at his job, which is his job. You know, people say, oh, they fucking haven't got a job, these wankers. It's quite difficult to do what they do to do it well. You know, the king has been practising all his life to be king. He's actually doing a pretty good job of being king. William is the same. 
Harry is just the runt of the litter who kind of can't be bothered to do anything and will always be a failure and will always be somebody who disappoints everyone. Uh, we have Michael Cole, you know, the former BBC yeah. Royal Correspondent on our show the other day and he, he made a great comment. He said, there are two things you, you, that you mustn't do to men because yeah. if you do, they will react. Mm. And he said, you must never criticise their driving yeah. or their wives. Yes. Now, William, I don't know about what Harry thinks about William's driving, but uh, William knows well what Harry thinks about his wife and mm. what Meghan thinks about his wife. And that's why, you know, all these news, all the newspapers go, yeah, well, it's the beginning of the thaw. But it's not the, I think it's the Daily Mirror said, not the time for a reunion no. between, between the brothers. I'll tell you when there'll be a reunion between Harry and William, when hell freezes over. Yeah. Those two are never having a reunion. And what we found out this week is that uh, Charles basically thinks Harry's a cunt too. Right. Well, yeah, but because he's his father, you sort of have, there's a slightly more forgiving sort of suit song in your soul. 30 minutes? No, no, there will be, because he'll he'll certainly understand why his other son doesn't want to see him, but he'll still do the right thing as the father and go, all right, come and talk to me. Yeah, for 30 minutes. Yeah, no, I know, it's fucking terrible. It is awful. I mean, I I get your point. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah, obviously... The only reason, I'm sure Charles, if he wasn't his father, might feel the same way, but when you're the father of of somebody, even if the kid is an absolute fucking bell end, which he is, you know, you sort of still have to be the fatherly figure and say, Uh, all right, come and talk to me, you know. But but I I think that Harry this week was utterly humiliated by this. Yes, totally. He he was absolutely snubbed by the royal family, uh, and finally, I think Mm. maybe it dawned on him, you spend three fucking years throwing shit at your family, yeah. writing your shitty little book, giving that shitty little interview to Oprah Winfrey, yeah. in which they told 17 demonstrable lies, yeah. not only called the royal family racist, called all of us Britain, Britain yeah. racist. You fucking spent three years doing that. Guess what? Mm. There's going to be payback. Yeah. And this week, he got that payback. And, and from William's point of view as well, when you talk about some of the things he wrote and some of the things he, he revealed in that book, apart from the personal stuff about William, he revealed fucking text messages that were passed between his wife and William's wife Kate you just don't fucking do that sorry what the fuck is wrong the way that little prick has behaved is just unconscionable and unforgivable and it is literally unforgivable for William and although as you say Charles is his dad you know going back to that point I made don't insult a man's wife Harry insulted Camilla in the most awful way said that she was like the uh, the villain of the story, you know, the the village villain. I yeah. mean, fucking hell. So Charles, uh, I think, sent a big message to Harry, and uh, William's message was quite clear: you can fuck off forever. Yes, I don't think he'll be back. No, I really don't. No, nope. fucking hope not. Yeah, you know, I mean, good, I said that good. last night. Don't fucking hurry back, mate. Cheerio. Yeah, fuck you. Know, don't let fuck the fucking you. door hit you on the ass on the way out. Cheerio. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck yourself. Here's a joke for you. I just thought of this in apropos of your one. Uh, a knock knock. Who's there? Joe. Joe. Who? Uh, I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Yeah, fucking hell, that so guy this week. Oh, my that God. That guy this week. Uh, by the way, he's just, by the way, got the uh, German Chancellor. Or he was trying to refer to <laughs> Angela Merkel. Yeah. Uh, she's a former Chancellor. He's, he's now living uh, in the countryside. Helmut Kohl. No, Helmut Kohl is Cole dead. has not been around and then, for a long then, time. then earlier this week, he mixed up uh, Mitterrand, who's dead, right. with Macron. Now, that is a very common... Th- 
thing that people do when they have early onset, in his case, not early onset dementia. <laughs> late onset. Late onset dementia. Because they, they think about the past. They remember names from the past. They can't remember any names from the, from right. the current yeah. scenario. But what about that speech he made to explain about the Ceasefire. potential yeah, yeah. peace deal between oh Hamas and Israel? And fuck... I'm going to choose the words carefully. Well, any words would do. Yeah, and then somebody reminded him it was Hamas. He went, oh, yeah. <coughs> that's the ones. Yeah, 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 that's the ones. And it's a bit over the top. And nobody knows what it even means. What's he talking about? I mean, you know, and you do laugh when you see this old geezer, you know, who can't put a sentence together and, uh, you know, clearly has lost his marbles. Mm. You laugh and then you're terrified. Yeah, yeah. This is the most powerful man on the planet. I know. And what about the other story in the White House that came out at the back end of last week about the Secretary of State for Defence who's been off with cancer, with getting cancer treatment, didn't tell anybody in the White House, nobody even knew that he had cancer, cancer, right? But don't you think that if you were running a fucking major department of state in the White House yeah. that people might notice if you weren't there. Yeah. Well, he but said... Don't be fucking bother to ask. Yeah, he said, I made the error of judgment. I, if I was the president, I'd say, yeah, you did. And for that, fired. you are fired. Yeah, but what about all the other people who didn't ask the question? Like, what the fuck's happened to it? <laughs> I mean, incredible stuff. And also, of course, there's now a lot of talk in uh, the United States about at the Democratic National Convention because they can do this by... Mm. Um, by the rules of, of oh, they the can engagement. kick him, can they? They can actually select a different candidate at the convention. Oh my god! And so the word is on the street, they right? That they might do that because they're so worried now that actually he's so gaga that he can't really campaign. He didn't campaign for you know. And he'll lose ago. the election. He probably wouldn't beat Trump. So the ch- the, the chances are they, they'll either slot in as Gavin Newsom, California governor, or believe it or not, it probably won't happen. But one of the names of the friends, Michelle Obama. And another one uh, is the guy, I think the one who's the man, I think he's the governor of Michigan. But there is, a man, and there is a means by which they can do that, where they can just say, look, we've now decided to have a quick vote, these are the candidates, and fucking just put somebody in. It's a great system, that, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, I'm, I'm president, uh, and I'm hoping that the next president, I mean, she's not really a politician, she's never really been in politics. No. Uh, but it's my wife, Hillary, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's my wife, Michelle yeah. Obama. Michelle Obama, you know, I've got nothing against her, but she's the most fucking overrated woman yeah, on the I planet. I know. Exactly, she well, done well, well, Michelle Obama, she's what a, a woman. She's, she's yeah. only the second most overrated person on the planet because the first one is her fucking husband, Barack Obama, who was also shit. Yeah. He did fuck all yeah, the Yeah, really president. overrated. Do you remember president. when he stood in fucking Berlin and said that he was going to end um, nuclear fucking destruction? And he was going to do away with all nuclear weapons. Uh, well, um, yeah, well, how that how does that go? And then there was the, the, the this, Obamacare. Do you remember the the, the uh, gas attack in Syria? Syria just crossed the red line. Yeah. Uh, so what are you going to do about it, Barack? Uh, 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 yeah, nothing. Nothing. nothing, nothing and I will. I will be the president that gets. And rid you know of, what? Gets rid of Camp X Ray. Yeah. They didn't do that either, no. did they? No, that's right. Guantanamo Bay. Fucking yeah. hell. Also. It was under Obama's eight years, I would say, that America as a country became a much worse place in the sense that, um, you know, there was much more racial division, even though the president was black. There was many more fucking uh, crime problems. Mm. And I noticed in the years that I, you know, because like you, I've been going back and forth to America since Mm. the fucking 80s, you know. Um, And it used to be that the infrastructure was great, the airports were great, the fucking trains were great, the roads Mm. were great. They're shit now because he didn't spend any money on the infrastructure of the country. Yeah, 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 right? yeah, yeah. So all the shit that we used to suffer from here in the 70s, 
they're now suffering from. Yeah, yeah. No, he was a very overrated president. Yeah. But the one thing I will say... Didn't really achieve anything. The one, he, he, the one thing I will say about him and Clinton, it, Bill Clinton, that is, you could send them anywhere and they projected a sophisticated yeah, image of America. That's true. Uh, now, we've got this doddering old fuck, <laughs> you know, who makes America look like a fucking yeah. joke. Well, if you imagine if you're working for Biden, you've got your fingers crossed behind your back that he just manages to stay fucking upright, that he doesn't fall over I mean, or fucking fall off a stage. Did you see the other one where Jill Biden, his wife, was on stage? Dr. Jill Biden. Dr. Jill Biden, my apologies. And uh, she's there saying, thanks everybody, thanks. And then unfortunately, she doesn't switch the microphone off. And, and she sort of touches his arm and goes, we're going off this way, Joe. Because he doesn't even know which way he's fucking going. Oh, God. It's, it's so bad. I mean, he, so the Democrats, their entire... This, is, this has been their strategy, right? Mm. They thought... They, all Democrats uh, suffer from uh, T, uh, TDS, mm. Trump derangement yeah. syndrome. So because they hate Trump so much... They can't imagine anyone likes him, mm. right? So their strategy was to try to coax the Republicans into nominating Donald Trump as their candidate mm. because they thought Joe Biden can't meet, beat many people, but he'll beat yes. Donald Trump. So they look like it. So uh, you know, for, for better or for worse, whether or not their strategy has helped, for better or for worse. Trump is going to be the Republican candidate, and the Democrats won't. They'll go. Oh fucking hell! He's gonna <laughs> he's gonna beat Biden. Yeah. Now what are we gonna do? And they Shit. keep. Oh, Kevin's just kicked the table. Sorry, oh, right. sorry about that. Um, but at the end of the day, they continually try another fucking ruse, don't they? Oh, I know what we can do. We can say he can't run for election in Colorado. Let's see how that goes. Well, going to lose that anyway. You know, yeah, let's okay. fucking you know, let's fucking make sure that we uh, you know we indict him in in four different states, and then surely he won't be able to run. And everything they try doesn't work. Uh, it's fucking hilarious. Of course. And uh, the more they uh, launch their lawfare against yeah. him, the more they hit him with these trumped-up charges, uh, the more popular he becomes. They can't get their fucking heads around it. They can't understand uh, it. Because they it's a bit, like, a bit like these fuckwits in Westminster. They don't really understand how ordinary people feel. And in America, whatever the fucking Democrats think, the biggest problem that most people say they have, even those in the Midwest, which is right in the middle of the fucking country, is the illegal fucking migration shit that's coming over the Mexican border. Yeah. Millions of fucking people have you seen got, it. They've got three million. They've got a massive... I mean, we're, 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 we worry about 20,000. They've got millions. It's a, it's a humanitarian disaster yeah. caused by Joe Biden. We did an Angela Merkel, yeah. basically, saying, oh, you know, Donald Trump wants to build a wall. I say you can all yeah. come in. Right. Uh, and people are fucking and dying. And and, the, and people are furious in, in America. And all the cities in America, and including New York, despite the fact that it's a long way away from the fucking Mexican border, is now full of these migrants right. running around doing whatever the fuck they like. Right. They're, they're putting up in hotels just like we are. And that's another reason why uh, Biden will lose, is because uh, he's being responsible for this sort of metropolitan uh, disintegration. Yeah. So the cities, LA, San Francisco is a fucking basket. Yeah. New York, yeah. Miami, all these big cities are falling apart at the yeah. seams. Uh, fucking homeless people everywhere. The crime rate uh, through the fucking roof. Mm. Law and order disintegrating. Uh, that's why Biden, that's one more reason why Biden will lose and Trump will win. Mm. I know. It is incredible. It is, it? it is a fucking thing, right? You're talking about what people vote for. Yeah. So uh, the Labour Party have just very sensibly scrapped their mad plan yes. to uh, 
uh, in verse 28. Oh, but by the way, uh, Ed Miliband, that great man of principle, who said that Labour would never give up on their green agenda, having now seen them giving up, is apparently not resigning from his post as net zero shadow minister. Well, I know, I know. And Rachel Reeves... Have another bacon sandwich, Ra- Rachel Reeves has kicked him all over the fucking room <laughs> uh, and won the war. Basically, he's going, oh, I'm going to put £28 billion a year of investment in green projects. Yeah. Well, they, they haven't got the money and they never be able to find the money. Now, uh, I've heard some Labour figures saying, this is crazy, we should stick mm. to £28 billion. Do you know what that will cost us at, on average? On average, that will cost the average citizen of this country an extra £700 a month on their energy yeah. bills. Uh, so uh, Labour think that's a vote yeah. winner. But also, it's a vote winner. the other thing is, is that the ridiculousness of all of these arguments about fucking net zero and the green fucking economy is that it won't make a fucking shit's piece of difference. <laughs> you know, fucking Al Gore was interviewed when he was over in Davos recently. Uh, and he actually, guess what he said? This is a guy who's a consistent fucking liar such a liar that that Inconvenient Truth movie that he made was not allowed to be shown in schools because a judge in this country said it was so full of fucking lies, right? It was all rubbish, right? An inconvenient lie. An inconvenient set of fucking lies. Do you know what he told this fucking interviewer? He said, right, he said, uh, they said, what will it be like, you know, when we reach net zero? He actually said, well, immediately that we hit net zero, the temperatures will stop rising. I mean, absolute and utter tosh. No evidence at all. Just made up shite. Oh, so if we did spend twenty eight billion, all that would happen is guess what? Wait for it. Nothing. So Nothing Lee, changes. Lee Anderson said this week, uh, "My uh, constituents do not like." And by, by the way, he represents a red wall, proper working class yeah, constituency like in, yeah. up, up in the north. Yeah. yeah. He he said, "My constituents do not lie awake at night worrying about net zero." They really don't. Uh, and, and net zero, green claptrap. It's not a vote winner. Yeah. It's because essentially what you're saying is vote for us and your life will be more expensive. Mm. Yeah, and everything will cost more. Um, but don't worry, because we'll be saving the planet. Yeah. Fuck off. And the reason, and the reason it's going to cost you 700 quid a month more on your energy bills or whatever, however much it is, is because we are chasing something that we don't really understand and you understand less. <laughs> Carbon net zero. Nobody, so even knows, nobody even knows no. what the fuck it is. Well, I've yet to find anyone that can answer the question when I've said to people, what actually is it? Net zero, what is it? Yeah. The best they can ever say is, oh, well, it's when uh, you offset the amount of carbon that you use and put into the atmosphere uh, by doing some other things to offset it. Which is effectively like saying, well, we'll plant some trees then uh, and everything will be fine. You know, so don't worry about flying around on private jets. As long as you plant some trees in Sri Lanka, everything's good. Well, it isn't actually, because yeah. it doesn't make fucking end of any fucking difference at all. Exactly right. I mean, you know, uh, call me selfish, but I think I'm symptomatic of most people. I live in the moment, you know. Yeah. Uh, if I'm all right now and I'm all right next week, you know, don't fucking talk to me about 2050. Well, also, don't 2050. talk to me. Well, also, I'll be fucking talk, dead. What don't do talk, I care? Don't talk to me about things that might happen. Uh, because it's not even... Sh- they don't even know that any of this shit is going to happen. Yeah. They talk about... They've been talking about rising sea levels for about 40 fucking years. <laughs> I mean, every time I go to sea, it's in the same fucking place. <laughs> Sorry. I, don't, I haven't noticed it rising yeah, at yeah. all. Hold on. What's that the beach over there? Yeah. Fucking drown is yeah. above my sea yeah. level so I mean, high. I go down to the beach at Bexhill with the fucking dog, right? You know, I don't suddenly go, oh my fucking Christ, 
the sea has overtaken all the houses because it hasn't. Because it hasn't. It's right. where it always was. It's where it is at the end of the sand. Yeah. That's where you find the fucking sea, you complete fucking morons. This is what, so I've always said, I think I've bored you with this before, <laughs> you want to win the next election, uh, be the party that promises the people, mm. you vote for us, you'll be able to afford your bills, put yeah. a roof over your head, yeah. feed your kids, yeah. have a car, go to Spain and, once a year. And by the way, we'll stop people coming here illegally and anyone who is here yeah. illegally, who has been here illegally for long enough, will be fucking deported uh, in the same fucking month that they arrive. And that's it. Absolutely. And I'm all right, Jack. It's not unconscionable. It's the way people are. Of course. People think about themselves. They think about their families, their own homes. They don't go around going, oh, I'm really worried about the feet of migrants yeah. Somalia. Well, have this you ever is seen, the way it is. Have you ever seen that fucking footage of there's some fucking pro refugee march taking oh. place somewhere, and this guy goes up and starts asking people questions about whether they take any refugees in their house, and they're all these fucking sort of Gen Z types, you know, and they're all like, oh, well, the thing is, I only live in a, I live in a shared flat, and you know, I haven't really got any room. And every single fucking person they ask has all got the refugees welcome sign up. Not one of them would take a refugee in. Yeah, not one of them are probably fucking homeowners. They're all renters. Well, you know? e- well, either that or their parents have got a big gaff and they don't want to fucking tell anybody. Yeah, the point is, they don't want to take any refugees in. They're just fucking virtue signaling cunts. Yeah. and uh, th- Fuck off. So, yeah, fuck you. A lot of you. Yeah, yeah, fucking Wanker. cunts. So, uh, so th- th- this, the migrant crisis. This yeah. Was, Fucking so this Abdul Adizi, the chemical yeah. attack. Sorry, the chemical attack. Chemical attack suspect. suspect. He's not a suspect. He yeah. fucking did it. Right. Got a big uh, black hole in his face. Yeah, he's he's, he's quite <laughs> it's quite distinctive. Only got one eye. Right. Um, except except the police because they didn't want to upset any you know, racial kind of uh, yeah. profiling. Didn't actually release the fact that he had a great big fucking black hole in his eye. So as he walked along the Thames for about four hours on the night of the fucking yeah. attack. Nobody reported him because they didn't know he was wanted. Fuck. Idiots. But anyway, so he goes to... Uh, he applies for asylum. Fails. Yeah. Applies again. Fails. Yeah. Uh, took some time out at that point to commit two sex yeah. crimes. Uh, becomes a sex offender. Yeah. Gets uh, on the sex offender's register. Yeah, converts to Christianity. Yeah. Uh, God love Applies him. for asylum again. And gets it. Yeah. And I you know, know why we found out today? Yeah, the Home Office didn't send The Home Office fucking, didn't yeah. turn up. So he's stuff. allowed to stay by default. Uh, but it ter- this is the new thing, right? The new way for uh, migrants uh, to, uh, who are asylum seekers to stay in this country, the new great reason yeah. to guarantee you stay in Britain is to be a convicted sex offender. Because they go... Uh, well, if, if I go, I'm a convicted sex offender. If you send me back to Somalia, my home country, I'll be persecuted because they really don't like convicted sex offenders. What do you think, you cunt, that we fucking love them? No. Fuck off. Jesus. Fuck off. Oh, we can't send them back to war, war-torn countries, even if it's their Why country. Why the fuck not? Exactly. Why the fuck not? Yeah, fucking get rid of them. That's what I say. Um, that seems like a pretty good point to end. Yes, it does. Yeah, here end, more to more well, of that later. As Archbishop Wokeby would say, here ended the lesson. Yeah, he's another fucking cunt. Right? He's a cunt. Anyway, well. you're uh, all cunts. You're all cunts. We'll see you later. Ta-da. Bye.
selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to do we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify's the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash audioboom, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash audioboom now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash audioboom. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.